You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Bulletin. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, and of course... Wendell Hussey, how are you, mate? Yeah, going really well. Thanks, Clancy. Uh, once again, feeling pretty thankful I'm living out in this part of the world. How are you? I'm good, mate, but, you know, it's just going to be the two of us today because, of mm. course, Errol Parker has a scratch in his throat and is a close contact, so we'll see which way that goes. Thank the Lord he went and got his vaccination a couple of months ago there, kicking and screaming. Yeah, I don't know how we got that one over the line, but we did. And it was a good thing that we did, I think. Clancy, now let's get into this weekly news wrap with a bit of news from the world of politics. This was actually published at the back end of last week, but has aged pretty well. The headline on it reads, It's hard to put this into words, but every single day your incompetence astounds us, says Nation, after Scott Morrison appears in the cricket commentary box. Yes, the country was once again left marvelling how their Prime Minister can continue to exploit sports stars in an effort to generate some goodwill with the media and general public. Popping up on the cricket commentary as hundreds of thousands were coming down with the latest variant of the spicy cough, there was a collective shaking of heads as the man who was supposed to be dealing with this decided to market himself at the cricket again. Yeah, it was an interesting call there, but at least the Australians were taking wickets, hey Clancy? Taking now, wickets in the virus. Finance Now and economists are saying that now is the time to buy a Venezuelan credit card as the supply chain nears total collapse. And if you aren't familiar with a Venezuelan credit card, it's something like a L1A1 SLR rifle or the equivalent. Semi-automatic, automatic machine guns. This is this is what we're talking about. That's what the Venezuelan credit card is. And the reason why now would be a good time to buy one is society is projected to collapse later this month when our national supply chains totally vanish. And that's according to the people who actually look at the numbers. Notable economist from the ABC, Alan Kohler, said, and I quote, Yeah, I've got my Venezuelan credit card all greased up and shot in for 50 metres. In addition to that, I've got a Browning high-power 9mm that'll keep down the side of my Ariat high tops. Then, in case things get a bit personal and up close, I've got a Fairbairn Sykes fighting knife on my belt. Hope it doesn't come to that. It pays to be prepared, though. Good luck, everybody. The seas are beginning to stir. Certainly sounds like he is very prepared there, Alan Kohler. And with Christmas behind us, some back-to-work news now, with 70% of the nation revealing that they're currently regretting not becoming teachers. This is off the back of the festive season coming to an end, which apparently has resulted in an overwhelming sense of regret sweeping the nation once again, as it always seems to do at this time of year, Clancy. Yes, a vast number of Australians going back to work have once again realised they've stitched themselves up and chosen the wrong profession. Obviously, there was a strong retort from a few local teachers who were adamant to convince people their lives are not that good and they deserve more than thanks and they actually can't afford to live in any major centres across this country due to a hysterical property market but the fact remains they get pretty good holidays. They do but they always say come down and deal with 30 kids on a bad day. Some news from Australia's biggest city. New South Wales residents are facing a $1,000 fine for not reporting the results of tests they can't get into a system that doesn't work. Yes, a new rule that probably shouldn't have gotten past the thought bubble stage. Ignoring the fact that there is a critical shortage of rats getting around, New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet has decided to introduce a harsh $1,000 penalty for anyone who doesn't register a positive result to their rapid tests. They've got to register these results on a government app, which notoriously we've never had any issues with functionality-wise. Yeah, they never glitch or fry out. And if English is your second language, well, too bad. Get someone to sort it out for you. Music news to round out the week. And since it's Sydney rappers 1-4 are being finally allowed to perform after creating a new genre, Drill Song. 
Yes, as the federal and state governments make it clear that they have no interest in supporting any musicians or performers who aren't attached to major Christian donors and lobbyists, non-Hillsong artists across Australia are finding creative loopholes to continue plying their trade. Yeah, we've got the Hillsong Hoods and the Jehovah Giants. They're two of just many high-profile Australian bands who are trying to claim they were happy clappers all along, but it is Western Sydney's rap group 1-4 who are attempting what is the boldest rebrand of them all. Yes, a spokesperson for the group said they've told New South Wales police they will be carrying Bibles in their hands at all times and will replace any references to making money with raising money. And by changing the title of their breakout hit Shanks and Shiv to Thanks and Give, the rappers have been given complete clearance to host a 30,000 ticketed concert at the SCG. Who wants to pray with Sydney's realists? Good stuff from them. Very adaptive and hopefully they can go out there and start spreading the good word. We hope you enjoyed our coverage and we look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Hooroo!